What's up, family? Today is September 17th. What I wanted to talk to you about today is something that's very important. On Monday, I talked about power. In order to attain power, or one way to attain power, is property. I was uh, checking out some ads yesterday. It's like, wow, there is so much property that is being put on sale. People, you know, you, you hate to profit off of somebody's misfortune, but it is what it is sometimes. It's not always a good thing, but sometimes you, you do what you have to do. I'm going to give you a little story. About 12, about 12 years ago, one of my neighbors had sold, she sold her house. And it was a nice house, three-bedroom house, and it had a little small house in the back, uh, probably about the size of a, it was like a one-bedroom. And so you're talking about two houses or two pieces of property on the same lot. Now, before the recession hit, really hit boom and things started crashing in a real estate market. This was, yeah, about 2008 into 2000, what, about, uh, about 2008 uh, going into 2009. Well, anyway, before the market really hit bad or dropped really bad, she had just got in under the wire. She sold her house. She sold this particular property for $550,000. Now, the person who bought the house, bought the, yeah, about 2000 about 2000 now, who bought the house, had the house for about 200, I'm sorry, had the house for about two and a half years. And during those two and a half years, you know, the recession was hitting and things were bad. People were losing their jobs. People was losing all kinds of stuff. Now, my neighbor who sold the house, she already had a couple of properties in another state. So she was good because her house was pretty much paid off. Well, anyway, the new people who bought the house, this is one of those misfortunate type of stories I'm about to tell you. The new person who bought the house, nice Hispanic family, wife, two kids. They bought the house for $550,000, but they didn't put any money down. And when things started going bad, they had to sell a house. They put their life savings into this house, even though they put no money down. But they put their life savings into the house. Then again, maybe they didn't have no money to put down. But they had credit enough to the point where they could actually buy the house. And they did. About two and a half years later, <clears throat> they had to put their house up. Couldn't pay for it. You know, when there's people and the wife stays home and it's just the husband who works, and even though you're renting out your back house as income, sometimes paying a $4,000 house note or $3,500 house note pending, it can be kind of difficult, especially if you're the only one 
And what you're doing is not really making that type of money where the point where you can stack up. Well, anyway, this house that was bought two and a half years earlier for $550,000 was later sold. The same property was sold during a short sale for $209,000. $209,000. I said that to say all of this. My brothers and sisters, you may see sometimes people buying properties and whatnot, but sometimes you may not know how they bought those properties. There's pretty much several ways you can buy a, a house. You can go, but the first thing you need to do is to qualify, qualify, especially if you're going to refinance, a house, if you're going to finance a house, qualify. You know what qualifications are? What qualified mean? Qualified. To be entitled to a particular benefit or privilege by fulfilling a necessary condition. Once again, qualify. Be entitled to a particular benefit or privilege by fulfilling a necessary condition. So if you want to finance a house with a down payment, you need to first qualify, qualify. Now, in saying that, there's other ways you can buy property. You can pay cash for it. Just bottom line, pay cash. A lot of people would like cash. That way they don't have to go through the middleman. Or like I talked about uh, uh, not too long ago, a short sale. A short sale it's pretty much like a foreclosure, but it's not as bad as a foreclosure, but it's pretty much like a foreclosure, but it's not as bad. That means you're going to sell your property. You're going to take a loss on that property, but you're going to sell that property. So, you know, there are people out there who short sell all the time. If you go and you look at the banks, the banks will give you a list if you ask that's what a lot of people do and buy properties. And you wonder how they bought these properties. They bought them because they went to the bank and made deals with the bank. That's another way. Going to the bank and making deals. Foreclosures. There's a lot of people who just say, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to buy this. I, don't wanna, I can't pay for it. So I'm just going to let it go. And I ain't doing nothing. And the house go up for sale. For an auction. Pretty, pretty much an auction. Or just... The banks take it over. See, there's ways to go and look and find properties that maybe you could afford. But bank owned. When they tell you bank owned, bank owned. The banks don't make no money when they own a bunch of houses where people are not paying. They're making no money. The banks are in business to make money. They're not in the business to just have people lose their properties because they make no money. I'm saying this to say this. You have to start finding ways to start buying land, property, whatever. But you have to find ways. Why? That's where your true power comes from, buying property. That's why the people who control the property where you pay rent 
or where you may rent, uh, have a business and you rent and they can go up on your business anytime they, well, they can go up on a rent anytime because it's their property. If you want to have any chance of building any type of real wealth, you need property. All that other stuff, you can throw it in the trash. You know, it's cool to have a nice car. Nothing wrong with that. If that's all your goal is, is to have a nice car and you don't care where you park that car, that's cool. But me, <clears throat> I would prefer to have a cool property where I can park an okay car. But when I go home, I know my car is parked on my property. My brothers and sisters, you need to start looking into some of these things. Short sales, foreclosures, bank owned, or straight out if you got money, pay cash. But to continue to let your money just go to waste by doing nothing, buying a bunch of foolishness, and not really stacking, in the end, you're going to wish, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you sometimes wish, man, I should have bought me some property when I was young. And sometimes it's good to buy property when you're young. I was fortunate enough to be able to acquire my property when I was young. And then I got the next one maybe 15 years later. And the next one maybe 10 years later. But this is the point. You have to start thinking. Talk to your family. Even if, say, you got a family and... Everybody might have a house or everybody might be living someplace else. And it's like, well, we could always rent out. Rent out is sometimes tricky unless you know the people who you're dealing with and you know that they're going to be straight up. But the best thing to do is to acquire the property because, see, this is the thing with property. Once your property builds up equity. Say, for instance, you, you reach a certain age and you don't you can't pay, especially when you re, say you become a senior. And you can't pay. Your property has built up equity. Equity is the money that is accumulated through your down payments. And as property gains value, it goes up in value. Your equity is built off into all of that. Value. And by bringing your, pay, by bringing your uh, loan down. But getting back to the story, say, for instance, you're a senior and you're running real, you ran into a little bit of trouble and you can't pay your mortgage. You got to pay other things besides your mortgage. Now, you could go to your lender, you can explain and you can get uh, a reverse mortgage. What is a reverse mortgage? A reverse mortgage. I'm just saying that I'm just giving you just snippets. A reverse mortgage is where you don't pay any money on that property, especially when it has equity. You can only do this when it has equity. You don't pay any money on that property. But say, for instance, if something happens to you, if your family wanted to buy that property, the bank will give you a price because they're going to want their money, even though you don't pay anything, even because basically you're paying your mortgage with your equity. So you don't see that bill. But if your family wanted to buy that house, they can go to the bank and the bank will give them a figure and they can buy the house or they can sell a house. But the point in all of that is 
is something that's a tool that builds up over time to allow you a uh, just say like emergency fund. But with a house property, you could take out loans to buy other properties. You could take out loans to buy or finance a business that you may want to start up. The whole point of this is when you want to build power, when you want to build wealth, it's property. Property is the number one deal in order to build real wealth. Why you think so many people uh, in particular are wealthy? White folks' wealth is higher than black folks because a lot of white folks were given property after slavery. They were given property during slavery. I said given. I didn't say buying. I said giving. They were given through the governments as a form of reparations. But the thing about that is you were promised black people and you never were given anything. That's why you are down, way down. But you have accumulated a yearly wealth, black people, of 1.2, $1.5 trillion annually. Every year, that's what you're bringing in. It's a little bit, could be a little bit more, could be a little bit less, but it doesn't matter because you're right there. But you don't spend your money wisely. You throw your money away. Instead of looking at the big picture, because see, this is what you should be doing this year. During this pandemic, I understand what this, this is what you think or what you should be saying. I understand what that brother's talking about. And during Christmas, instead of going out there buying all this junk, you tell your kids, we're going to go and we're going to go house shopping. We're going to start looking to buy property. Start teaching your kids about property. You want to start buying property because property is the key to wealth. If you start early with your kids, one day they may be millionaires. You never know. If you teach them right. But property is the key to wealth. You either have it or you don't. It's best to have it than not to have it. My brothers and sisters, I hope this helps you out. I just wanted to drop this for you on property. Just wanted to give you some ideas as to what you should be doing and thinking about. You can take this podcast and think about it over the weekend and start saying, yeah, and start looking into it. You have any questions, my realtor, I would uh, provide my realtor's name and she will, and her phone number and she'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have and she'll be happy to help you. You could email me. The information is already posted when you look at the, the podcast, but I'll give it to you again. The email is self 2017 at gmail.com. That's D-O, the number four, self, 2017 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to provide information so you can get started. Start making inquiries in regards to property. Leave all that other foolishness alone. Stop buying and wasting all your money on these Christmas gifts that basically don't do nothing but put you in debt. But this one last thing before I close this out, if you plan on buying some property, 
what you I'm walking around, so you know, excuse me. If you plan on buying some property, one, you need to start paying down those credit cards, your car notes, whatever. You need to start paying out, pay off these bad debts because, hey, people just ain't going to give you money. Black folks, white folks look at it, especially when you go to a black, and I'm sorry, when you go to a white bank, because the majority of them are usually always white that you're going to go to for a lender, for, for some money. I'm going to say this, then I'm going to close this out. The first thing white folks think of black people. Black people buy the most expensive car that they could afford first before they buy the property. So when a white man looks at you, he's looking at one quality that is a definite must when buying a property. Priorities. What are your priorities? If you got this big old expensive car, and you got to choose between your mortgage and your car, black man, black woman, you want to look good on the streets instead of looking good sitting at home. So you would take, this is how they look at you. I'm not saying I look at you like that, but pretty much you do. You would take your last to pay for your car so you can look good on the streets, which no one really cares, than to take and put into the property and just let them take the car back because you're afraid of what other people think. Get out of the uh the thought, but get out of the thinking of what others think about you. I don't care what people think of me. I never have. Property. You need to start looking into it. You need to start making inquiries. Get your group together, whatever you gotta do. But you need to start buying property because everybody, how come everybody else is doing it except us? And we supposed to be smart people, but sometimes we act like we ain't got a lick of sense because we act last on everything. And that's why we are last in everything. My brothers and sisters, this is your brother just dropping this knowledge for you. Peace out. This your brother. Remember. Buy property. Go out there and start looking around. Gain an interest. Take the family out. Gain some interest in something that's valuable to you than buying Christmas gifts. Peace out, family.